Greetings and welcome to episode 270 of the Words About Games podcast, the weekly news and culture discussion podcast for Words About Games. I'm your host, Amy Kate Alexander, joined this week by Daff Moody. Howdy doodly do, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. It is Friday. You know what that means. And foxes. Hiya. Hiya. <laughs> I respect both of those intros. How's everybody doing today? About it all. Friday. Been positive. Played some games. Had a little fun. Can't ask for much more. Cool. Um, foxes? Cheating some bugs. So can't complain. Some bugs. Yeah. Shot a lot of bugs. So it's a buggy game, is what you're telling me. It's a buggy game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes and yes. <laughs> Take cool. from that what you want. <laughs> I don't have any fun stories. Like last week, you know, where it was like, I went out into the woods. My feet hurt. That was like last <laughs> week's whole like Amy's fun adventures. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not any fun adventures this week. <laughs> Just boring stuff. I watched it, some Doctor <clears throat> Who. I finished my, nice. my vampire lesbian space necromancer's book. Sweet. I'm still, I haven't recovered. The next one comes out in September. I might have recovered by then. Mm. Hopefully. <clears throat> Hopefully. That's it. Hopefully. That's... Glad you enjoyed your book. I, I did. I did. That's it. It's all done. I haven't even played any games. Oh, I'm slipping. Well, you've got a lot. You've got, you've, got, you've got a few stacked up, so it's all right. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go crazy over it in the next few days. I'm ready. And next week. Like um, like an elastic band. You know, like you just keep pulling it back and pulling it back. Up and, that, and right now, I'm in that pulling it back phase. Next week, Lake <laughs> comes out. So, you know. And the big con. I'm looking forward to that as well. But Lake, yeah. Lake. I just got to figure out what I'm going to play in what order. Because, like you say, I've got that stack now. I played Humankind. I did play that. Um, We'll talk about that at the weekend. It takes ages to play a match of Humankind. I forgot because I haven't played a Forex strategy game for so long. <clears throat> it takes so long to play, like, from, like, end to end of, like, one match of a Forex strategy game. Where it just keeps going. <laughs> I wasn't prepared. You was not prepared. No, nah, I can't even remember the last time I played a like grand strategy game. That's why they call them grand strategy games. Because they're grand? Because they're grand, apparently. Because they're grand. They're all British and they're grand. I'm sure oh, they're British. Mm. I'm terrible at them. I'm so glad they all have difficulty options. <laughs> I'm shit with. Grand strategy, 4X, grand like world builder, like you know, like the sieves and your yeah kinds and all that. Um, the one I wanted to play more than anything, yeah. Um, last year I was Crusader Kings three because it sounded like so much. It sounded like if you drew a Venn diagram of like all the different things about the game, like my face is in the middle of the Venn diagram. <laughs> 
with like all the cool historical storylines and RPG <laughs> aspects and stuff, but I couldn't even get through the tutorial. I was too confused. <laughs> like it was a really, really complex game. And I was just like, I remember, I think we talked about it really because it was on Game Pass and I just downloaded it. And it's the game I wanted to love. And I reckon if I could have like figured out how to play it, it would have been like a top five game. Yeah. But I was it just. It got highly rated. Like all of us, both you and me were like, God damn it. And you know, you were saying, I had a choice this. I had a choice that or Total War. Yeah. And I picked Total War. Well, no, I picked Crusader Kings and at the last minute I I deleted it. I deleted my bed and picked Total War and I've never been madder at myself. Yeah, (laughs) but we don't even remember that. You were already already won by it. I'd already won by it. But yeah, it's just like, if I could get through the tutorial, I reckon I'd fucking love that game. But I can't I can't figure it out. It's too confused. It confuses me too much. I've had people I've had people like offer to like show me how to play the game. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm just useless. Like, I don't know. I, I don't blame you. I feel useless all the time in those games. <laughs> yeah. I also feel useless all the time. No, you don't. You're awesome. Thank you. I didn't need to hear that. Because that was, that was one of those jokes that wasn't a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Mental health. Way. I'm looking forward to playing Psychonauts 2. Yeah. 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 That, yeah. that shit is just like, Foxes, we over, we undershot. We undershot so much for that game. <laughs> I'm going to say it now because what I'll do is I'll say, I'm going to say what I was going to say when we get to the open critic bit, but I'll forget by then. Like, when I picked my score, like, I considered, like, everything everybody had been saying about Psychonauts 2 before the podcast. I went on open critic and I went, cool, there's, like, the top rated games of 2021, or there's, like, seven of them or whatever, and they've all got 88. That's the number I'm picking. <laughs> No game will break the 88 curse. <laughs> the one some game has, though. Yeah. Buster Fellows or whatever it's called. I've it's, never heard of this game. Automate game. But everywhere. I said that with a bit too much disdain in my voice. I don't disdain the game. <laughs> fran- I don't disdain the franchise. I don't disdain the genre. I just don't play them. <laughs> I should probably. I'm just going to clarify that before I get uh, like hordes of angry visual novel fans. I'm one of you. I love visual novels, but the thought of romancing a dude just makes me want to vomit all over all three of my monitors. Let's get into the podcast. On that note, <laughs> there's timestamps in the description below the video on YouTube, so you can click around and find all the cool stories and. Just watch the podcast any order you want. You can do the same thing on all your audio podcasts. We're on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and a few others that I've never even heard of. So go wild. Wherever you want to get your podcast, you get this podcast. That's it. That's all I've got to say. Podcast over. We're done. See you later. Bye, guys. Adios. <laughs> so, oh, he's, he's actually gone cool <laughs> oh damn you didn't give me a chance to make jokes and be like oh so, so is, let's talk shit about moody <laughs> so foxes let's talk shit about moody well let's say all the things we would never say it was face he's a really great guy isn't he? like just 10 out of 10 <laughs> just like the best 
I had the best time playing video games with him earlier today. I have the best time whenever we hang out. It's <laughs> like I just I love all of our conversations. I love the energy. I, I love the mood he brings. Oh, he's back! Quick, stop talking. Nah, yeah, in moody shit. Ah, <laughs> when oh, you oh. were saying something, Alfonso was just digging right into there with that itch. I was like, this is kind of looking wrong right now. <laughs> Fox is like, oh, shit. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, what the hell? It's like, this should bring it back if it's not awkward enough. Yeah, we, we, we could, I mean. You don't want to know how far we would have gone to make that awkward. I'll <laughs> <laughs> go. Cool, I can go again. <laughs> nah, let's not. Let's talk about Gamescom, which is literally happening right this second, because there's a, an awesome indies thing that's out on as we're recording this, and there's a future game show later today. So we can't talk about those because we're not time travelers, but we can talk about Opening Night Live and the Xbox Games show, Gamescom Showcase. And we're going to put Opening Night Live at the top because then it flows the podcast better. We probably will rant, so we probably will rant about one thing that didn't mm-hmm. happen at the Xbox Showcase when we get to a specific bullet point in the Opening Night Live full of points. Hey-ho. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to read every single bullet point or just the ones that interest me, but if I skip over a game or, or a thing that you guys would like interested in or whatever just let me know and i'll read the bullet point but the first thing they showed was central no one's interested in that move on to i'm interested one. in central how dare you i just oh. said all those things about you now you're just like oh amy's game so central's great that's available not this I've, one i don't know anything I've about this one played of a bit of like i think three if i'm not mistaken I think I played like a couple hours of it. I was about that's about the most like I've been exposed to like Saints Row. I actually don't have too much uh, experience with it. Um, I've played all of them. Saints wow. Row, I, Saints Row Three was the one that got got me into it. Mm-hmm. Um, I went back and played one and two, and I was like, they're cool, and I can see why people love them. Like, mm-hmm. but for me, like it was the let's take the piss and be really quirky and funny aspects of Saints Row 3 that got me into the series. So going back and playing the first two, which were a lot more grounded and a lot more serious, it was like, I could see why people like these, but mm-hmm. for me, it was three and four. Like, f- four was ridiculous. Like, <laughs> it shouldn't it shouldn't have worked, but it did. Mm-hmm. And then uh, there was the, there was like the, the standalone they got out of hell, which was a musical. And you know how much I like musicals. <laughs> really it was a surprise secret musical. Yeah, it was really a musical. Wow. It was like a very small sort of like open world map and you do all the Saint Tross stuff. And there's the two characters and you do like the story stuff. And when you do the story stuff, it's like they start singing, do your musical numbers. And I was like, this <laughs> is this is the best five hour game I've ever played. <laughs> the devil's just in there just belting it out and i'm just like this is i'm here for this (laughs) but it seems like it's gone gone, they're pulling it back a bit from that whole like the absurdity right because like saints row 4 was an absurd game um and this seems a bit more president yeah you became president but so you go on a mission which is like a metal gear solid parody 
Um, and then, like, you, you've got to disarm the nuclear bomb, nuclear missile, and as it's flying through the air and you're crawling up it, and Aerosmith's playing <laughs> that one song from Armageddon. I don't want to <laughs> And everyone's, like, telling you how cool you are, and then you disarm the bomb and you fall off the bomb and you land in the chair in the Oval Office. And then... <laughs> And then it flashes forward, and you're the president. And then aliens invade. Um, so they, they they're bringing it back a little bit <laughs> from that. And it's, it, it's not so fast in the Furious franchise. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that because I love that shit. It was so dumb and so stupid, but like I don't know. I thought it was funny. Um, it looks interesting. It was just a cgi cinematic trailer so you only really got sort of a glimpse of sort of like the setting and the characters and the general tone like there's definitely still humor in it but it's not as oh it doesn't look as over the top and uh, hey maybe i'll be proved wrong when the game comes out (laughs) on february 25th 2022 very surprised by the day I was. I don't know why. I thought it might come out later, later next year or something like that. But no, if they're ready to go, they're ready to go. They're, I know they've like been very silenced for a very long time. Haven't yeah, they? So like since Raw Four it was about five years ago. It was a long time ago. Um, Get Out of Hell was twenty. I want to say twenty sixteen. So since Raw Four must have been like twenty fourteen, twenty fifteen, twenty thirteen. <laughs> so it's been eight, seven, eight years <laughs> almost 10 years yeah it's been like 8 years since it'll uh, be 9 years by the time it comes out damn it doesn't feel like that's one of those games where I was like I didn't feel like I played it 8 years ago <laughs> hmm uh, shout, out, uh, shout out to the game of the mixture of ethnic groups here I think they've done a really good standout for them to give people uh, a difference to like to play with and everything. So I thought that was a really good idea, a really canny, a really canny thing, just to show where we're going and where we should be going and everything. So it's which is really really good um, for everyone to have their to have their type of person to play with and everything. So I really enjoyed. I think that's really really canny and really really cool. Um, like I was saying to our friend Joseph in, a, in his stream, twenty twenty two is looking stupid. Yep. <laughs> Looking stupid. <laughs> the first three months of 2022 alone look set to like end me. <laughs> it looks disgusting, and I love it in here all at once. But this is what happens, obviously, because of a pandemic. Everything, everything gets pushed back, and everything. And but my God, oh, yep. our our wallets are not gonna like us next year. <sighs> Yeah, it's like, hmm, I need to buy all of these, like, miniatures and figurines and stuff now because all I'm going to be able to spend my money on in 2022 is all the video games ever. Yeah, basically, yeah. (laughs) Um, Speaking of all the video games ever, we got our first look at Midnight Suns, which is the uh, Marvel slash Firaxa slash 2K games Marvel game. The amount of confusion that must have been when, uh, what was it, Doctor's, the, the trailer started with Doctor Strange and then uh, Captain Marvel showed up and I'll bet a ton of people were like, wait, how many characters are they adding to Avengers? <laughs> I won't lie, like I thought Jeff Keighley got it wrong at the end when he said a brand new a brand new uh, Marvel game and I was thinking, and then it just started showing, I was thinking, wait, wait this, this, this looks like a 
Square Enix's Marvel Star Avengers game. And I went, oh, wait. Wait, they don't have Doctor Strange. Wait, yeah, they, don't have they don't have Wolverine. Captain Marvel, is that Wolverine? Like, the for you are even talking about bloody X-Men and everything. Marvel's been um, forgetting that X-Men exists for years at this point. Yeah, I was just like... So, yeah, um, I think it's funny that this is the first time you'll see the X-Men in a Marvel game that's owned by Disney. Yeah. I will rephrase, the, or re- make sure I'm rephrasing those words properly. Otherwise, I'm people, just going to but... push my glasses up my nose and I'm just going to go, well, 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 what about Ultimate Alliance movie? Yeah. <laughs> and everything. Um, but no, yeah, it's... Uh... It just didn't tickle my fancy, but if if anyone loves to look at this and everything, go for it. I think it's I'll champion that for anywhere for anyone for everything. Because the Marvel games, apart from the Spider-Man games, haven't really worked for me. Like Avengers, I've never looked touched. Like everyone else was just like uh, going for it, and like you gave it a go, and I was like, after after it all like came 50. out and everything, I was just like, nope, I'm not touching this. I play like fifty hours in like a week and a half. Yeah, and this one does just looks like. I don't even know actually what it is. Is it a fighting game or I is think, it? A... Well, this is the thing. There's a fu- so there's a full gameplay reveal in on September first, so next Wednesday. Um, so no more then. It's being made by Firaxis, who make XCOM and so it's an XCOM game. Civilization, but I think it's probably going to skew more towards XCOM. So I think the the gameplay is going to be closer to sort of like a um. Closer to a strategy game. I don't think it's going to be like an XCOM Marvel game. That wouldn't work with. Marvel characters. Yeah, because they all like going charging in head first. Yeah. <laughs> You've got Captain Marvel just sitting in the background. You're thinking, wait, I could just fly around and just kill all these fools. I flew through Thanos' ship, guys. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if it's like going to be some sort of like tactics game, like a Marvel style tactics game. Mm, possibly. We'll find out next week. But yeah, we got yeah. a first look at it. Um, foxes. 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 Halo. Halo. Finally. <laughs> Halo I'm, Infinite, I'm... not the title of the game. That was just how long they made us wait for the release date. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so funny. Um, Yeah, they finally showed Halo Infinite at opening night live, not the Xbox showcase. We'll get into that later on. Um... There was like a weird narrative CG trailer for the multiplayer. <laughs> it was very all over the place when it came to this Halo thingy. I'll, shout, I'll say this right now. That that con- leak controller looks sexy. Oh my god. And that console looks can I just, sexy. Can I just say the, the only thought, because like, we can't really talk about the game because they didn't show any of the game like they just they showed the cg uh story trailer which was was fine it was whatever whatever um and it really states december 8th we'll talk about that in a sec because when they showed the console the uh, series x console we're doing a limited edition sexy ass master chief inspired halo console the only thought that went through my head was i don't own an xbox series yeah console yet (laughs) oh no (laughs) Yeah, well, I was looking like it. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, but they, 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 both of them look sexy as hell, I won't lie. I'll give them that. It looks like a very sexy... Like, yeah, PlayStation 3, no, the, the 4 always had some sexy-looking versions of consoles, and everything looked beautiful, and Xbox always got crapped on when it came like for the other ones. They just say, oh, well, they don't look that great or anything like that. And I, no offense, I kind of agreed with them for me personally. I think they just didn't look the greatest for me, but this one was just like... 
Oh, that's a Master Chief console. I wouldn't mind having my hands on it. <laughs> it was a good-looking console, and, like, oh, and the controller is sexy as hell. Even though apparently people are saying it'll break in like six months or whatever. I, I mean, I can't really disagree. I had an Elite controller, and it didn't last a great amount of time. Mine still works. Just the grips have, long, have gone. The, they fell off. But then again, wow. But then again, like people used to say, like the original DualShock 4s, the rubber used to come off the analog sticks really easily, and I, I never had yeah. that happen to me in, in the yeah, entire time I owned a PS4. So, yeah, I guess it's just it one of those things too... where it's like, oh, sometimes it can just happen, and sometimes it can't. True. Some people don't they experience are... Joy-Con drift. Oh, crazy. That's true. Wild. They are leaving it as lit as they can to have it in 2021. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's they are literally going to as late as they can because the week after that is literally just before Christmas. Yeah, basically. that that like, week is like the cutoff point, like for, yeah. for for game releases. But I think it's a, I think it's cool. Like I think people are going to be people who are interested in Halo who also play COD will have, have played a lot of COD by December eighth, and then everybody gets this nice like Halo run up to christmas because we've been talking about it mooney like all of the game we were just talking about the pile of games that we've got that we've all got piled up like halo infinite basically being like the last game that comes out in 2021 means that like i don't have to worry about what what's coming out <laughs> after it and think oh how do i divide up my time i'm just like yeah i just play Halo all through christmas yeah with foxes Have we ever played Halo together? I don't think you have. No. We've played a lot of games it. together. We've all we all have watched it for like a good Yeah. <laughs> that was literally a nightly thing at one point. But I will just read and say I hope they are not crunching for this. Like they're leaving, no, I like I said, they're leaving it to the last very end they can leave it to. And I'm hoping they well, are not crunching. I don't think they are. We'll talk about that. We've got a new story um coming up later in the show where we can talk a bit more about Stuff like that. Um, for Halo specifically, because obviously mm -hmm. there's some stuff that's not coming out with the game. Instead, let's move on. We can probably start going a bit quicker now. So, Cult of the Lamb. A roguelite about building your own hellish cult as a cute little lamb. This looks amazing. It does look good, doesn't it? <laughs> it looks so good. <laughs> looks like you're going to be so evil. <laughs> like, throwing bodies into a pit. Like, yeah. clearly, like, Cthulhu is, like, the god, the patron god of your, uh, <laughs> of your cult. But yeah, it looked very cool. I liked it. Now, see, when you decide to show off a brand new game, and you actually want people to know what your game is like, this is what you fucking show them. The game. Like... When you officially reveal something and you're like, oh, hey, we want you to take a look at all, all like our like little storyline and our cool like CG characters or like whatever you got. And we're also going to give you like 10 seconds of gameplay so you can actually see what it's like. And then you're like, ooh, ah, gawk, ah, hey, cool. I can talk about something about, hey, cool. Hey. <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of over, over it these days when you just show me something CG. I'm just like, I mean, like, don't get me wrong. That's like, fair. I can... I like I can get hyped about something. Don't get me wrong. Like especially if you're trying to sell me on something that's gonna be like coming around in like five years. Like don't like cool. But like say, something if sorry. if it's something that we definitely know about, like why hide? I I, I don't. 
I don't know if it's just high or whether it's just like they don't like maybe they don't want to like show like the rough alpha build gameplay as like the first thing you see like like announcement like for me for me personally like announcement trailers like like Saints Row right um which was all CG like that's cool but like the next time I see Saints Row I do want to see some some of the game like Redfall Sorry, back in back no, in back in E3, where it was like Redfall was a game that like was one of my I think I said it was like one of my favorite like games of E3, um, where it was, it was all just like a and you got you kind of you can figure out sort some stuff about the game by by watching it. But like the next time I see Redfall, Microsoft and Bethesda, like you gotta show me the game. <laughs> it, it's it, it was one of those moments that like I like just like Redfall. Because I don't expect to see that game for a long while. Them showing me something CG. It's like, like man, it's, yeah, isn't it? <laughs> is it really? Yeah, it's not very what, far it's away. It's release? Yeah. Oh. Well, so then, then they're playing it closer to the chest? Summer. Hmm. Summer 2022. Um, uh, I don't know. I just... I have a hard time these days really gravitating towards anything anymore these days just because of the fact that, like, if you really don't want to show me what it looks like, then... Well, then that's a sale you're not going to get from me on on day one. Like, I'd rather wait to watch someone play it, and then I'll decide. You'd rather wait until the episode of Fashionable Late Reviews comes out, where me and me sit down and discuss the game in detail with gameplay playing next to us. Um, you were going to say something, and I cut you off, maybe. You that's the only thing I think I was a little more more let down when it came to Saints Row, is that, okay, the game's coming out in February. That's not far. You could have showed us something about the gameplay. I can understand they'll probably maybe show us further down the line. I think, and I know there's other things coming across game in the next awards. couple of months. And like, like there's game awards and everything. But I'm just like, come on, you could have shown us something. You you have the game. You're in beer at least by now. Getting ready to, you know, the game's practically ready. Do you? But you're basically fine tuning like hell of the game and whatnot. Well, I, I'll say right now, just because just because I know how the internet can be. I'm spitballing there. I do not know how this game actually is. And I think for all we know, it gets delayed next year. To, oh, yeah. I look, for, I look forward to playing Saints Row at its expected release date of September 2022. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, yeah, like, if you've picked this date, that means that tells right now, that tells us you, you're you basically done. So, well, you should be. I'll rephrase that. Um, but no, yeah. Like get I agree what Fox is saying, like the CG traders are kinda of getting really annoying. Like like when we talked about the Midnight Suns, like no idea about what the, what that game was because well, the trailer said, didn't tell you. At least with Midnight Suns at least with not. Midnight Suns, they said, Look, we're doing a full game fair reveal in one week. <laughs> like you're That's gonna get fine, to see the game in a there. week. Yeah. You, you get most your eyes on good Gamescom. No offense, I think people will forget about the next thing week. about the thing about Gamescom opening night live versus like them assuming doing their own thing is like you've Jeff Keighley's got 40 games to show. Like, and he's got 15 minutes of fucking Death Stranding Director's Cup that he can't live without. So that's an hour and 45 minutes of 39 games. Like, and that's a Jeff Keighley thing. That's, that's a Jeff Keighley thing. thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's not that's that's just how they, these that's just how these shows work. Like you sometimes you just you gotta go with yeah. like we've only got a few minutes, we've only got a couple minutes to show and game. See, I, we just we we've gotta do it this way. I think I think it's a little bit of their problem. As far as like, oh yeah, hundred percent, and and, and their and their publishers, because in all honesty, like, I I legitimately thought Midnight Suns was a fucking mobile game, like I like <laughs> oh, when I saw it, I was like, oh, this is a mobile game, right? And everyone's just like, no, 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 this is the, this is an actual Marvel game that's coming. I was like, then what is this fucking game? 
like, you know, I'm not even trying to get upset about it, but it was just kind of like one of those things that was just like, well, then what is it? Like, you haven't told me anything. All you're sitting here saying is just like, new Marvel game. It's called Midnight Sun. It's got a bunch of people in it. Okay, what is it? Like, you're going to get dive more into the story you're going to dive more into the like what the gameplay is like you're going to dive like like what e each person can do like if you're if you're selling me that this is a uh another arpg sweet you should you should come out to say that this is an arpg it's going to play like this you know like blah, blah, blah. but if i don't even know what your game is and i'm being led to believe that it's a fucking mobile game just because of like most of i mean you already have one a marvel mobile game two you already have marvel avengers that you know they're still adding stuff for and then now you have the new um galaxy uh the Guardians of the galaxy yeah guardians of the galaxy thank you uh i was under the assumption that this was definitely not like a new big game and they're like no 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 no, it's new it's big it's like i would have loved more of that then we'll see more of it. and i'll even I'll say it like this cult of lamb got was it's the perfect trailer you have a bit of a CGI thingy, then you throw in gameplay. They could have done that with Midnight Suns. They could have done that with Saints Row. And they are bigger. They have the bigger production. They have the big, the b b bigger staff, bit more staff to be able to do this type of thing. So, like, yes, maybe we are a little... Um, like, Saints Row, yeah, well, I'll give it a go when it comes out. Uh, the Marvel game, Midnight Sun, I'll give it a go when it comes out. But cool. out of all these right now, I would say Cult of, Cult of Lamb. That's the one I'm like, yes! Give it's me already, that now because you've shown me what this game is and it looks amazing. So, yeah. Okay, but why are you putting me in the position <clears throat> to defend to defend big corporations? You guys are the fucking worst, <laughs> but let's just... <laughs> because big corporations aren't learning from big corporations suck. Big corporations yeah. fucking suck. But here's, one, here's another reason why you probably don't see a lot of gameplay from a lot of AAA, from a lot of AAA games, like even months before release, because people on the internet I fucking fucking suck just as much as some people on the internet suck just as much as corporations. Remember when everybody kicked off about puddles in Spider Man? Remember every single fucking AAA game that they showed years in advance, months in advance, and then like they showed another gameplay in game gameplay trailer from like a year later, six months later, or whatever, which didn't look quite as pretty because that's how game development works. And all you heard about for six months was they've downgraded the graphics. Oh my god, this game sucks. So like a reaction to this might just be, well we'll just put out a CGI trailer. And yeah, I get it. Like it sucks to not like to not because like we would just suck we about Midnight Suns. Everybody's like, what kind of game is it? And I was like, I don't know, it might be an XCOM type game because it's made by the people who made XCOM. <laughs> But, like, I get that that sucks, but also, like, I people I mean, on the internet be people on the it. internet. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> the, the easiest answer for that is that they're going to be shitty nonetheless because they're just shitty. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's no doubt about it. There's the balance that you need to figure out here that all studios need to figure out. Like what you just said, like, where a game has shown way too much, which will be, which one of them did has not stopped doing all year, which is Far Cry 6. It's the only time I'm going to mention the Ubisoft game. But that has, like, constantly shown a ton of shit. All new, everything. And it's just like, well, guys, you don't need to play this game. They've basically shown you the story. So you're good. <laughs> I think I wasn't paying attention. Um... <laughs> but it, there is a balance on that. You are spot on. Yes. Sorry. I might have gotten a bit more animated than I intended there. 
That's just because we forced you into a corner to defend the corner. Forced me into a corner. I don't like it. Now I need a shout. I don't want to ever be that person who's like, look, the big corporations might have a point here. Like, no, no. Ah, ah. She was punching herself inside her. My soul is on fire. Um, Speaking of small games from small developers. We'll keep going through the list. We got Midnight Fight Express from Humble Games. That was also at the Xbox thing. That's coming day one at Game Pass. It looks really cool. I really like the look of it. Yeah. 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 Looks really good. Looks like it literally, uh, yeah, like it says, it looks like Hotline Miami, but just a a more graphical, big up version of it. And it looks really, really cool. Yeah, that's cool martial arts stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coming summer 2022. 2022 is going to end me. I'm gonna. This is gonna be my thing for the next like 18 months. 2022 is gonna do me in. It's gonna finish yeah, it's gonna me kick off. Kick the crap out of us. It's gonna kick the shit thing. out of me. Um, next up, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Shredder's Revenge. Um, uh, April O'Neil is gonna be a playable character in in the game. I know people are really hyped about this, but when I saw the game, I was just like, nah. I mean, I am. Me and Phil are gonna play. It. We played Streets of Rage for like. Oh, is, of, is this the? Uh, you played Streets of Rage for as well, didn't we? No, I played with Andy. I mean. And it broke on us. It just wouldn't continue. It kept okay. breaking us. <laughs> no, we spent like an entire afternoon playing uh, Streets of Rage 4. It kept crashing on us, so we were just like, nah, we're done. Thank you. <laughs> That's why you need to play it on a superior platform like the PlayStation. <laughs> Review card provided. I should probably mention. Um... <laughs> is, this the, is this like the beat-em-up? Yeah, it's like the old yeah, school yeah, yeah. Turtles game style beat-em-up thing. I love the April O'Neil's like... There was a moment in the in the trailer where she did like the mic drop attack, where she dropped the mic, and I was just like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <all> right." <laughs> I see, I see you, I see you. It's cool for those who actually are looking forward to it. I know a few people who who um yeah, this is... who are you know because they, they they like grew up on it. It's the paradoxical thing on me where it's like I don't like two D side scrolling beat em ups all that much, but like I have a friend who does really like those kind of games. And it's fun to play with play those games with him. <laughs> like I would never play I would have never played Streets of Rage for if he wasn't getting it and we could play it together. The only one I actually played was Carnage. It was the only one that I actually actually played and beat it. It's the Carnage, actually. I remember on and that um... was just because I, I could play Venom. Yeah, yeah, fair. <laughs> <laughs> That's a totally legitimate reason <laughs> to do something. Um, I'm gonna speed through some of these because unless anyone has anything to say about the next sort of like maybe three, um, Super Monkey Ball Ball Mania <laughs> it gets Persona Five's Morgana as paid DLC post launch. Game's not out yet. Why? Why? Why am I seeing DLC adverts? <laughs> can I? Can we have the game first, please? That'd be nice. Thanks. No. Okay. Um, Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga. I uh, got shown. It's now coming in 2022. Which which we, which we already conf- which was announced a while ago, wasn't it? No, it was meant to come out last year, and then it got delayed to indefinitely. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I, I I love the Lego games. Going back to play Star Wars, can't say nothing wrong with that. That's the, like I was like with Joseph in the stream, just hearing the music was just like, I yeah. did like that. The trailer music, yeah, from the very first like new star wars trilogy trailer because i remember watching mm. that trailer on a bus um for the very first time i was going to work it was like six o'clock in the morning and i was like i could wait until i'd finished work got home and then sit down and watch it on the big screen but i know i'm not going to do that 
<laughs> I'm gonna watch I'm it gonna now watch it because I can watch it. And so at six o'clock in the morning, like I was crying because Star Wars was back. Um, yeah. So when I heard that that music, I was like, as much as I, I'm not really bothered about Lego Star Wars the games or like Lego games in general, but I heard the music and I was getting emotional with the music. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. And I love the way they bookended it with the um, the thing from the the last trailer for rise of skywalker where she does jump flip over the thing uh, yeah like, yeah <laughs> but in lego <laughs> yeah that's badass yeah i, I, I appreciate the, the trailer out of it. yeah <laughs> the trailer's really kind of yeah and uh, i i i think it's gonna be a lot of fun i think it could be a lot of fun to play i mean we could stream it um maybe we'll see i'm not I'm, i don't play lego games so uh, i don't i mean if, if i don't play lego games it's quite hard to play a lego game i'm going yeah. with that logic I played we'll one see. through three back when it came out, actually. Like, you know, like a yeah. Phantom Menace to Revenge of the Sith. Uh, those are actually a lot of fun. I remember playing that with, uh, I think I played it with like some of my family. I think it was my cousin or something. Grievous like was badass in that. General Grievous on that was awesome. Yeah. Um, Shame it wasn't badass in I think, the film. I think, <laughs> I think that was. Uh... Oh, that's and you know what? That's, that's, that's fucking. And that's the saddest part. He's 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 more badass on a video game and in an a anime video TV game. show. Yeah. <laughs> what, did you say you haven't seen Clone Wars? Have you not? No, I was agreeing with you. Oh, I thought you said, I thought you, said you didn't see. You haven't seen Clone Wars. No, no, I've seen. I've seen Clone Wars. Um, synced off planet. The note that I've got here, because I got all these notes from uh, Imran Khan over at Fanbyte, says I don't know what this is, and I'm going to be honest, I don't remember this. Does anyone remember this? <laughs> Okay, cool. So I just watched five minutes of it. It looks exactly like Scavengers. I'm gonna be complete. No, okay. It looks like it plays exactly like Scavengers, but I don't. the The art style is very reminiscent of just like everyday new cool shit. Like in my personal opinion, it's just like, oh, let's let's add some spiky looking stuff to their armor, and let's make some monsters and robotic kind of looking, and uh, we go shoot them with shooty shoots and some guns. And I'm like, oh, okay, so it's just like every other third person shooter right now, (laughs) except for aliens. (laughs) When was the last time I shot someone in a video game? (laughs) It's been a while. Um, and you shoot me on Among Us? Uh, No. Sometimes there's a gun mechanic on there that. There is a gun sh- sometimes, yeah. So did you shoot me on that last time? Uh, yeah. <laughs> like I said to Keith after after our last stream, you had to be an absolute psycho to win a match on, on the rules we had. <laughs> it's a jo- the joke is funny because we both won. <laughs> uh, the Outlast Trials was shown off again. It's uh, it's It's the multiplayer Outlast game. Does not sound appealing, but there are no Outlast has got a big fan base, so how does that work? Isn't isn't the goal just to survive? Yeah. I don't know. So how it's, it's guessing so it's what, a series so what, what, of trials. What, so what's that murder <laughs> game? That or what's that game? It's not Dead by Taylor. Yeah, it's okay. not that it's kind not, of multiplayer. It's not, so it's, 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 it's not PvP. It's not PvP as far as I'm aware. No, okay. Um I'm curious. I love the first Outlast hated the second outlast but that's what i've heard a lot of people who like the first one just didn't really like the second one and it was bad it one, was bad I, I could dig out my old review i think i've got it still on the website but 
I remember playing the first one and actually someone enjoyed it. It seemed like it had somewhat of a follow through story. The second one just seemed so goddamn jumbled that it didn't even give a shit about what kind of story it was. I didn't to make tell. it all the way through that game. Yeah. It was a gameplay problem when it wasn't scary. Um That that hurts a horror game. Uh, yeah, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> uh Dork is it I don't know how to pronounce this Dorkev? Dorkev? V? Dorkev V, you know? So like Doki Doki Literature Club. Sorry. God no. God, thank God. <laughs> um was was shown off. It was quite a long trailer. And I'll tell you what, like, so like all those games where I've barely said much about any of them, right? Like we've just I've just banged off like one after the other after the other. Like this was what sort of like snapped me back into reality. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm watching I'm watching the, the, the Gamescom thing. Wow, this looks really interesting. <laughs> What's this? Um it looked pretty cool. I thought. I feel like I've sent my course scrambling to figure out what this even is. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Oh yeah, I remember that. Okay, That's... so this looks like a lot like what was it? Mario Odyssey, where you just go to like a bunch of different places and you can do a bunch of different stuff. It's is that what it was? Like it's not so it's like a um it was originally an MMO, now it's not an MMO. And it's like an open world action adventure game. It's like a bit and it's a bit Pokemon. In terms of like capturing Pokemon? Do you yeah. catch Bulbasaurs and Charmanders? And well no, because that would that would that would be cease and desist territory. That's why it's a bit I, Pokemon. <laughs> I tell you what, in this trailer they went nuts with the particle effects and the lighting graphics. Like they and well actually in the water too. They just kinda went crazy with it. Yeah, the animation looks really good. There's no doubt about really it. Cool. Visuals look really, really. There's a kind. lot of different ways to get around the city, world, whatever it is. You know what I mean? Which that was interesting. I was like watching them pedaling a bike, and then it was like there was a jetpack involved at some point, and it's very colorful. <laughs> and like I say, like if you imagine me just sitting here, sort of watching Gamescom opening night live like this. Because, like, you know, when you've watched, like, five or six games in a row that you're not really interested in, like, your brain just starts to slide off the screen to just suddenly being like, oh, 30 seconds into this trailer, just being like, wait, what? What? <laughs> and I'm paying attention. I'm, I'm, I'm doing that right now because everything I'm watching, I'm like, what in the fuck? Like, I mean, it looks pretty and it looks really good and gorgeous. I don't know if I actually expect the game to exactly look like this, though. But what? <laughs> Like this is nuts. Well, maybe uh, maybe they shouldn't have shown a gameplay trailer if you don't expect it. To get... Sorry, I'm trying to do a bit, but I can't. I can't all get right, all the way. You're not it. wrong because, like, I know <laughs> this is the this is the kind of levels of detail that like computers are, are going to even have a fucking hard time running. Let alone having to see a console maybe trying to run this because like this oh, vertical excuse the me, vertical slice looks <laughs> uh, the vertical slice looks nuts. To be honest with you. It's probably a next gen game. Like, sorry, I, I'm uh, Jeff. You're always like next gen. It's like it's not next gen. It's current gen. These are probably going to be current gen. This is probably going to be a current gen game. I don't think this is going to be like. And it also runs on your Nintendo Switch <laughs> for ten seconds, and then your Nintendo Switch is going to burst into flames. This game is insane. I don't understand what the hell's going on. <laughs> maybe that's just maybe that's just my chaotic nature, but I'm into that. <laughs> um also jurassic world evolution 2 is coming out on november 9th 
I'm really looking forward to this because I played the first game, but not very much. And I could, like, I got overrun with other games. So this, I'm going to make up for it this time because I want to, I'm just going to, I'm going to actually put some time into this because the first game was good. <laughs> yeah, I look forward to playing this. I'm looking, really looking forward to it. I've heard good things about the first one. I've watched people play the first one and it looks like it was, it was a lot of fun. It looked like it was one of the few, like, zoo builders that if i was to actually really get into it look like it could be actually fun yeah. yeah i just want them to add like and i'm sure this game's gonna be awesome like either way but my dream jurassic park game is this this game jurassic world evolution 2 where you build a park and you get all the dinosaurs in it and you do all the management stuff but then like at a certain point so many hours in like everything goes wrong like it does in the movie and it's like a first-person survival game, and you've got to survive I, your I was own park. Say, I was like, so, so the, very first, the very first movie, then, just, yeah. just in a video game, and then like I would dig that actually. Yeah, and then it's like it's your park, and you have to survive it in first person. <laughs> Other than Dino Crisis, which is a third-person horror uh, Dino game, why haven't we gotten that kind of game yet? Actually, that's no the idea. biggest question. No idea. Why haven't we, we gotten a, a dinosaur game? Listen, developers. Who have the Jurassic Park slash World license? You can have that idea for free. I I want to play that game. <laughs> Just let me give build me a, a park. first-person survival game against, and then let me survive that park. <laughs> it's surprising that we barely do see any dinosaur games of real significance or anything. Like the last ones, like that was like obviously Evolution. What was what? But the sequels coming out soon, and then obviously I've been like hopping on like crazy for like, please give me a bloody Dino Crisis remake for God's sakes. That would be absolutely epic, especially. But this is the thing: dinosaur. It's a huge franchise. Jurassic Park is a huge effing franchise. The next film comes out next year, and people are again hyped for that. Hopefully, the pandemic will be done by then, and we might be able to go properly in the cinemas and all hug and everything. But who knows? Um, yeah, it's a hugs. it's a crazy thing that you don't see that many dinosaur games out there. It's really bonkers to me. The most recent one was Second Extinction. It's like a, a very hype. Is that out action, yet? Like is that first still person. Yeah, I think that's out now. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. There wasn't that short at the IGN thing last year. Uh, it was and around a bit. Short, and they were just like, oh, good bit. God. Um, yeah. It, it did yeah, the rounds because like it was an exaggerated like an first person thing. action game, which I yeah, mean, it's... kind of cool, but it's just you shooting a bunch of dinosaurs, which, all right, if you're it's into it, that's cool, but like, oh, is it still? Okay. Yeah, so we'll we'll get more when it's like leaning up to release well that was one of those games where everybody kept trying to push it on me because like it was on podcasts and ign and it was in an xbox thing this one time and i was just like i'm not interested like please stop trying to sell me this game it just doesn't look like something i want to play it's it's really funny because i've i haven't had anyone like in person or talk to me like actually like hey man try this game out or whatever i've had steam and youtube and <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what other apps I have, but like all of them be like, "Hey, Second Instinct is on is, is on you know out and you know playable if you want to if you want to go try it, want well, to out, but you know early access." Yeah, yeah. And I, I'm just, and I'm just like, each time I saw, it, I'm just like, "No, <laughs> I'd rather be scared by a dinosaur rather than shoot a thousand bullets at it." I mean, sure, I like my shooty shoots, but nah, I'm good. Um, yeah, my YouTube algorithm doesn't work like that because uh, yeah, <laughs> I watch exactly one video game channel on YouTube. Um, which is no clip. Nice. And that's it. That's all I watch on YouTube. Like, my YouTube watching habits are not video game related. So, like, I don't get that. 
on the algorithm on YouTube, I get like political videos and history videos. And <laughs> I watched a two and a half hour Jenny Nicholson video about the Vampire Diaries. <laughs> yes, she did. She did say that. Yeah. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> and she said it to me, and I was just like, "Yeah, I'll give it a look." I didn't have a look. No, no. Like, uh, I wonder how many people actually watch like. Two and a half hour long. It was YouTube two videos. and a half hours long of a show that I never watched. It's so I was like, though, yeah, so I'm never you it. don't even need to have watched the show. I never watched the show all the way through. <laughs> don't even remember where I got up to. Um anyway. Blood Hunt. Battle Royale tied Vampire the Masquerade's coming to early access on September seventh on Steam. Yeah. Do you know what's bad? Do you want to hear something really bad? I am that. I am that desperate <laughs> for a Vampire the Masquerade game that I might actually play this. I am that desperate. Do you realize the last Vampire the Masquerade game, apart from the visual novels, came out in two thousand four? <laughs> I'm dying no, over I'm, here. No, no, I didn't realize. <laughs> I'm not. I'm. I'm not saying a damn thing. Vampire the Masquerade is like one of my favorite things. <laughs> no one will play the tabletop game with me. Uh, and there's no you. video games. <laughs> yeah, there's no video games. Like I keep trying to get my my D and D group to play something that's not D and D, but it's always D and D, which is fine. I love D and D, but like there's other tabletop role playing games out there we could be playing. That's all I'm saying. Um, so I saw this trailer and I was like, it doesn't like. It doesn't look appealing to me, but it's a Vampire the Masquerade game. Shit. <laughs> I watched someone I watched someone play this like a couple of months ago back when they had like they let people try and like the beta version or whatnot. And Shit. if you were to tell me that this is I mean like it's free to play, right? If I'm not mistaken. I don't know. If you were to tell me this is a free to play game and like It is in fact free. That's what it says. Okay. Shit. So then, now I'm definitely gonna put fuck. <laughs> then, then, then I'll shake. I'll, I'll shake my tail out a little bit. I'm like, you know, maybe I'll maybe I'll give this like one round. I'll probably like try it with you or something like that. If there's if there's crossplay. Um. Oh well, it's only on. It's it, early access is only on Steam, so I'm gonna. Oh okay. There you go. Um, but for the most part, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't like actually bring my my stick into the game like i would just you know i would go like oh yeah this this, this seems like it could be like a little fun and maybe a good kill a few people game. die and then just be like all right well, i'm done <laughs> but we'll see it could surprise game. me for all i know but please, i doubt it please game industry i need a good vampire game <laughs> i didn't like vampire i didn't like vampire <laughs> uh, anyway moving on god damn it why'd you have to make me realize it was a free game uh, Park Beyond is coming out in 2022. It's a park builder from Bandai Namco, published by published by a AAA publisher. Cool. And those are all our thoughts on it. I'm actually kind of surprised by them. Actually. So was I when I saw the publisher come up. I was like, oh, okay, that's weird. Like park builders aren't a thing. Park builders are one of those things that AAA companies tried to convince us we didn't like anymore, even though we do. Because Especially Bandai Namco throwing their dice in the ring too. Yeah, that means they're just trying to diversify. Like, it's like Elden Ring is going to make all the money in January for them. Um, 
Actually, I wonder. No, the Pokemon game is. It's not gonna make all the if... money for Bandai Namco. <laughs> oh, oh, true. Uh, I wonder if Bandai can I, actually. I just said uh, that. Didn't realize he spent for stuff that. like that. They can't. No. What was that? Sorry, Foxes. I was. I was wondering if uh, they could use some of their properties for stuff like that, for like park builders and whatnot. You know, like oh, you know that would be cool. You know, splash in a little bit of like you know, uh, Dark Souls, Power Rangers, or Dark Souls, or you know, whatever. <laughs> like, you know. Can I make a Dark Souls theme park? Yeah. Mm. I mean, game of the year, twenty twenty two. Um, Jet the Far Show coming out October fifth. Don't know what this is, and I saw a gameplay of it. And I don't know what this this game is. That's I just watched gameplay of it. It's I don't one of it it's is. one of those types of games, right? Where it's like I got to, You're gonna have to play it if you want to know what the fuck this game's all about. And you know what? That's cool. I'll There's try. like a few moments where you're like driving a spaceship, and then you're a wisp, and then you're people. I was like, what is what is this game? What am I? What am I doing? Jet the Far Show. Have you played Super Brothers? Sword and Sorcery. If you haven't, you know, yeah, it's that kind of thing where it's like I was playing the game and I didn't even know what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> it was good though; I enjoyed it. Anyway, <laughs> let's go to the big stuff, or one of the big ones. Horizon Forbidden West has officially been delayed to 2022. It's coming out on February 18th, and you can swim in it. This is going to be swimming. That's it swimming. That makes it that makes this a very terrifying proposition for someone who Th- has a real already... problem with underwater levels in games because now I'm looking at Horizon Forbidden West going, Am I gonna be able to play this all the way through? <laughs> Shit. So 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 far they've already said no to like one of the first conventional things in video games is that every time you go into water you die. They're like, nah, we're we're gonna give you a chance to die, but you'll at least be able to survive in the water. You know? It's like, oh, thanks. So this is going to be underwater, and there's going to there's going to be a robot dinosaur, like underwater dinosaur, and the, it'll be like some robot croc or snake or something. And shit I'm just like, like yeah, it is. Nice. yeah, and yeah. I'm just like, oh, okay, that that might be my tapping out point. Great, I love the first one. Um, <laughs> but I have a very specific issue, and that very specific issue might run in might might discount me finishing Horizon for Ben West, which sucks. But. I will play. I will th- think optimistically. I think I'm looking forward to it because I really like the first one. I, you you muted yourself when I thought you were about to say something. To me? Yeah. I was talking to somebody. Sorry. Oh, okay. I muted myself. So that's, that's why. Fine. That's fine. Uh, Valheim's getting a content update called Hearth and Home on September 16th. About time. So long, Elf. Yep. They were like, it's all about builders. What was it? It was there was two types of people that were gonna love this content update. They were talking, and one of them was builders. I was like, cool. So we're never playing a video game with Elf for at least another like six <laughs> months. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She won't be around for Among Us. She's not gonna anymore. be around for Among Us. She's not gonna be around for Phasmo. She's not gonna be around for anything. <laughs> She's gone. She's gone. Unless we want to play Valheim, we're not playing games with her for a while. And we keep forgetting, Moody, <laughs> that we can actually play Valheim. <laughs> well, one of us can. One, of us can. Time, one of us can. But we actually have the ability. We just never played it. I tried it. It was just like, I'm really confused. I don't know what's going on here. I'm up. 
<laughs> Give me direct proper directions what to do. No, 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 no. We're just going to drop you in there. I don't want to do that. Technically, they tell you what to do, but they don't tell you how to do it. Yes! <laughs> Love it. Uh, Sifu. I found that out after I installed the book and I went, nope. <laughs> no, thank you. Uh, Sifu Martial Arts Action Games coming out on February 22nd. I saw their, um, their, their new gameplay update and him also using a machete. I was like, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Violets. <laughs> Jeff Keighley yeah, chose, chose violence when he put this show, showcase together. Uh, speaking of choosing violence, nah, you know what? We're 50, 50 plus minutes into the podcast. We don't have time. Good. Nothing else you. happened at Gamescom uh, opening night live. So let's talk about Xbox. There was a new Dying Light 2 trailer that showed off more of the game. And it comes out on December 7th. Like, Day before Halo. <laughs> um, yeah. Be honest, if I was picking between those two games, there would be no contest. Um, this I mean, not to say this looked fine. This looked fine. Like, Dying Light 2 is at that point where... I've talked about this before with certain video games where for me it's just like you can show me all the new stuff that you want to show me, but I'm not going to take it in. At this point, I just need to play the game. I'm at the point of where that... Sorry, Fox, was a good comment. No, I was saying I completely agree. Like, I, 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 I played through Dying Light 1 three times now in three different play styles. Well, kind of three different play styles. Um, and, like... It's obvious that I enjoy your game enough that like I could play it three times over. But at this point, now that I've seen everything that I've seen from Dying Light Two, and if you actually uphold on, okay, let me not finish that sentence because technically you can't even uphold on your own promises about all of your mechanics. If you uphold on a lot of the stuff that you have said that you will do, then I'll, I'll see it when it's actually out and it's actually in the game, and I can play it. Like I'll I see it when I believe it. Yeah, well, I think what hurts me, what hurts for me for this game is that it's like this was meant to be out rarely last year. Like this, they had a definitive date and everything, and then it was coming up, coming up, and then boom! Oh, we can't. We, we've had we had to push it, to in, it delayed until uh, till whenever it was for, wasn't it? And then they yeah. finally talked about it sometime this year. And then shortly after that came out, or was before that came out. They, we had the report that we talked about, Amy, about them saying that the director or something's like being an absolute douche, yeah, basically, and story. which is not help, which hasn't helped the situation about this game. So, like, it's the same thing. Like, I'll say with what I said with Halo, is like they're leaving this game till as late as they can. Um, if it does, if it gets pushed, I will not be surprised. Um, I don't see it getting pushed like, now. Ended... Hmm? I don't see it getting pushed now. <clears throat> I can. I can see Halo getting pushed if, if possible, but we'll see what happens. Right, you've been um, banging that fucking Halo drum for fucking months. Oh, I can see this getting delayed. Oh, I can see this getting delayed. Moody, it's not getting delayed. Give me. I'll say what I want. Get over it. It's not getting <laughs> delayed. I don't care. I'm still going to say it. Look, right, I'm <laughs> the no, video game delayer. If I say <laughs> a video game is getting delayed, it's getting delayed. That's apparently my power. That's a superpower that I have. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not wishing this. Just so I know, just so everyone knows it. <laughs> the games are ready, bring them out. But then both these games are coming out 2021. Sometime. I'm. I mean, I'm not surprised that they would release something close to something else because, like, where did they release it? October. 
Yeah, but, you, yeah. You, it's the nature of video games these days. You can't release your game away from all other games. It's not possible anymore. Nope. You have to. I mean, granted, it's not like they talk to each other to let them to let each other know when they're releasing it. But it is one of those things that, like, once they pick a date, they never fucking back down. They're like, no. Like let's let's release alongside of it too. No, we'll totally release Titanfall two within this within within the space of two weeks of all of these other massive Titanic first person shooters because it doesn't matter. People will buy them. People will buy Titanfall two because they have an unlimited amount of disposable income. I mean, <laughs> if it was a good go game, it would have thought it. it was all a right. better game than fucking Call of Duty Infinite Warfare, mate. <laughs> good game doesn't factor into it. <laughs> oh, Not really. And it was a good game, and it is a good game, except uh, people can't just fucking being play moody. it right now. <laughs> I'm just a hair. He's, just, just, he's, just, he's just a hair. <laughs> he hates on it for no reason. I know, right? No, I just didn't enjoy the game. I don't think it gets the hype. I don't think the hype was there for me when it came to the game, like uh, for me. Like, oh, everyone who says the story was fantastic, I was thinking the story was bland and one note for me. The gameplay I thought was bland and one note. I know. I've 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 tried. I just don't. It's not. What video it. games do you play, Moody? Don't feed the trolls. He <laughs> probably downloaded Titanfall One and was like, "Is this it? I'm playing the campaign and there's and and, and it's just a bunch of multiplayer matches." <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I just do the same thing over and over again. I just get I'm into just the same playing, match with these people. I'm just playing random matches. They're not matches. telling me anything except for like the the dude over uh, over the head comp. Like I don't understand. Is this the lore that I'm supposed to be getting? Everyone's just no, is a good that. story, oh, but it's just thirty watched. seconds of dialogue at the end of a match. <laughs> the Titanfall two did never got. I never clicked with it. Titanfall two has the best single player campaign of a first person shooter, and I don't even remember how long. That's the final word on it. We've all said our opinions. Let's move on to talk about Flight Simulator. Joke Newman. Battlefield 1 would argue against them. Battlefield 1 can argue all at once, but I can't hear it because I'm not listening. Joke Newman, head of Microsoft Flight Simulator, sits down to talk about big planes. I've listened to you talk about Titanfall 2 enough, okay? (laughs) (laughs) I don't need that kind of negativity in my life. Joke Newman, the head of Microsoft (laughs) Flight Simulator, (laughs) sits down to talk about big planes. Um, I watched this segment and it made me want to play Flight Simulator, a game I have Wait. no interest in, but it made me so, want to play it. Oh, the, oh, he's just saying he's bringing new. So they're they're country. doing this new thing okay. where it's like they're um, it's like they're doing this new thing. So the the are world's going to get a lot more detailed, and like the the new countries are like new airports, and they're bringing new planes, and there's going to be PvP with like air races. There's going to be all sorts oh. of cool shit coming in. Like, there's a lot being added to Flight Simulator um, over the next sort of like six months. I didn't even be short, cool. shorter than that. But I was like, damn, yeah. I actually want to try this game. And now I can because it's on Xbox. Just fly planes around. I want to find my house. <laughs> like, <laughs> there I am. And then realize I'm on stream and go, shit, now everyone knows where I live. <laughs> 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 well, I fucked up. <laughs> Time to move. <laughs> Uh, what's next? Tons of indie games. There's like ten humble games coming to Game Pass Day One in the future. Um, whenever they come out. So you got Archvale, Next Space Rebels, Midnight Fight Express, Dodgeball Academia, which is already out, 
Boshidin, Flint, Flynn, Son of Crimson, Unpacking, Signalis, which I believe was one of the Tribeca games. Uh, unsighted Chinatown Detective Agency. They're all coming at Game Pass on release day. Looks cool. Like, it's one of those things where it's just like, we've teamed up with the publisher. Like, these are the games. Keep an eye out for them because you'll see them somewhere down the line. Because Xbox Xbox seems to do all of their showcases now where the only things they'll showcase are things coming out of Game Pass. <laughs> and I'm here for it. Like, their showcases at this point are basically showcases for, uh, for Xbox Game Pass. Like, Into the Pit, a roguelike first-person shooter, which is coming out on October 19th and is launching day one in the Game Pass. Because we don't have enough roguelites in our lives. Apparently. Even I've forgotten what this game is. Oh, yeah, it's the one that looks like Doom, but you're a wizard. Oh, okay. That's the one. Yeah, oh, yeah, you use your hands. Use your okay. hands with magic. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the thing about this is, right, so like I was talking about, I talked about what, a dozen games that were at Opening Night Live where I was like, I don't remember this. Like, I, I don't, I'm, or I'm not really into it, or I mean, whatever, you know? But like, with a game like Into the Pit, it's coming out in Game Pass. So at some point, I'm going to see it in my Game Pass queue. On, on the phone app or on the console, and I might just download it and give it a try. <laughs> That's the power of Game Pass. I play games that I would never have played otherwise. I played Humankind. I played Humankind. If I'd had to buy that, <laughs> I never would have played it. Uh, To be honest with you, I don't think I'd like necessarily picked up Curse Tales, but the fact that it's on Xbox Game Pass, I'm playing it and I'm trying it and I'm enjoying it. I'm thankful that it's yeah. on Xbox Game Pass. I mean, not because I wouldn't have, wouldn't have not... Well, I didn't plan on buying it, but if Game Pass wasn't there for me to try it and play it and maybe possibly buy it for, like, you know, other platforms as well, uh, I wouldn't have that experience with it. So, yeah, shout out to Game Pass for that. Uh, HFM. Like that? That you're, you're, you're on me, Ed Moody. <laughs> I wonder if Moody's going <laughs> to participate in this podcast at some point tonight. Age of Empires 4 was uh, given a thing. It wasn't really anything to do with the game so much as it was like a really long segment about the historical videos that they made. So they, they partnered up with this company that like makes historical stuff for like documentaries and shows in the UK. Um, and it was just showing you like how they made these videos. So like for everything that's in Age of Empires 4. There's like a there's like a video that you can watch, which is like a few minutes long. So the one that they showed at, at the Xbox showcase was like it was like the history of the trebuchet and how where the trebuchet came from and how the trebuchet works. And I was like, this look, everybody everybody knows I'm a nerd. This looks cool. That's all I'm gonna say. This looks fucking great. I get to play a cool strategy game and learn. <laughs> I like both of those things. <laughs> I am unapologetic in saying that this actually made me want to play Age of Empires 4 more. <laughs> and anybody talking shit about it, fuck off. I'm, I'm a nerd and I love it. And you can uh, do one. Did they show off uh, gameplay at the same time? Or like before? Probably. Or I don't remember. I just remember Trebuchet. Um, I think there was a little bit of game Age of Empires. <laughs> uh to be honest with you i know this is like a lot of people's big hype game because you know they grew up with age of empires i tried like an hour of it and it was another one of those games that i was like yep not me 
But I'm glad everybody enjoys it. And when Age of Empires, what was it, 2 and 3, when they brought them back, like, I guess, remastered or whatever, playable for, yeah. like, now, everybody went nuts and started playing Age of Empires again and yeah. just kind of kept... I they were like, oh, how... I'm glad my childhood is back. I can, I can continue playing this again. I didn't realize how old Age of Empires 3 was until uh, I, I Googled it while I was watching this segment. It's old as fuck. So that's what, so it's it's good on for the people who actually like who've been looking forward to this for you know obviously yeah. a really long time and yeah. finally they're they're getting it so good good on you good on them uh, okay so cloud gaming is coming to Xbox consoles this holiday which might not sound which might sound weird till you re- till you realize what that actually means what it means is Xbox One like it's coming to all three consoles One S and X, Series S and Series X but what it actually means is people who have Xbox One consoles will be able to play Xbox games that are exclusive to the Xbox Series S and X via the cloud. Hmm. That's actually a pretty good... Pretty good that game. is a really good idea. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because I have my Xbox One X, but I can't play, for example, the Medium, because it's only available on the Series consoles. But when this comes out, I'll be able to play the Medium on my Xbox One console. Same with, like... Say in a few years when Fable comes out, that's undoubtedly going to be a current gen console of perfect arc. Like, by then I'll probably have it at a series console. Fingers crossed. But like, even if I don't, I'll be able to play it on my Xbox One. And as I pr- as I showed off uh, a few weeks ago, when I played um, Yakuza on my phone on the podcast, <laughs> it's like it actually works really well. Nice, good. That's uh, actually that was going to be the one thing that I was going to say. I hope that they get that right, is because like, well, I mean, let's be honest with you. I've, I've tried a game on PS now, and the latency on that was yeah. Like, so I've tried Stadia, which we don't talk about on this channel anymore because it was my most disliked <laughs> video of all time. Um, and I've used um, I've used XCloud, Xbox Cloud Gaming, whatever they call it now. Um, I've been playing it since the beta. I was one of the first in the first wave on my phone when they first did the beta um i've never had an issue like i've rarely used it to be fair i've rarely used it but when i have used it it's worked pretty well like on my phone on my phone signal like my my 4g at the time um playing halo wasn't just wasn't an option right <laughs> like it's like you just playing halo just wasn't an option on my phone with the controller and stuff like it, it was on 4g so it wasn't like it was perfect or anything but like i've played like ori i've played streets of rage i've played uh, yakuza like and they've all been fine so like and and with awesome. the, the with the xbox one like in, on in my setup it's wired so i wouldn't have a problem with like internet speeds or anything so I think it could work really well. Uh, there's a new Wasteland 3 expansion coming out called Cult of the Holy Detonation. Wasteland 3 is a fantastic game. And if you like RPGs, you should get it. <laughs> Review code provided. I said fucking game. <laughs> I did get a review code provided for the best game, but like, I fucking loved it. And I think I'm going to go back and play the expansions because I liked it a lot. <laughs> And this looks cool. Um, I I enjoyed what I could play, for the most part. It's probably fixed by now. Fortunately, it's not because it's actually so. Little story time. Uh, I played like the first couple hours of this game, and Wasteland Three is a really good fucking game. Actually, it's fun. 
it, there's a lot of variety. There's a lot of choice. There's so much different stuff. I don't know how uh, to to speak about this though. Just specifically before I start to get onto my story, I don't know how I feel about this because that's kind of one of the reasons why I liked Wasteland was because of its goofiness and its silliness. Like the fact that I can kill someone with a giant dildo was fucking amazing. And in the in the fact that I probably can't kill someone with a giant cross shaped dildo in this probably isn't so, so as much as amazing. I don't know. I mean, I watched <laughs> the segment. It's both, right? So like, there's oh, okay. goofiness and silliness of Wasteland Three still in there. Oh, okay, 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 okay. They want they they're bringing in some like darker themes as well into the story of like the story of the cult in the in the mm-hmm. game. Um, yeah, because Wasteland Three, like I I said it when we were talking about game of the year. Um, when me and Moody were talking about Game of the Air, and I was saying, like, there's some... the the There's two specific, like, main story missions, like, long main story missions in Wasteland 3. Both of them amazing. One of them, because it was hilarious at all times, and another mm-hmm. one, because it was fucking gruesome, like, and really dark and really fucked up. Um, but my biggest issue with it was because I put it... Like, I was playing with a friend, and then somewhere along the line, they decided to update it and con- okay so long story short yes please. i was playing it with uh, i was playing with a friend we stopped i went to go try to play it again what i didn't realize was is that for their cd trailers like you know like they're well kind of cd trailers they use a third party video player that you have to actually use through windows that if you don't have said third-party video player, and if you can't get third-party video player, guess what you can't do? You can't play the fucking game. So guess what I can't do anymore? I can't play the fucking game. Oh, man, it sounds like PC gaming is just not worth it. No, it very much is, but very, very few developers who do this should know better and should use their own in-game engine to to render their CG uh, uh, videos. They shouldn't have to use a third-party... Uh, video player at all most don't actually they're one of the few who did and i was like why should i have to download a third-party app when i can't even get that third-party app anymore i know right it's almost like why even bother playing the game on pc just play it on xbox it's not worth <laughs> not going to that fucking hassle <laughs> the hassle not trying of, to get friends who actually play it the hassle of being able to play the game oh i'm on not fire with, not by myself Definitely not by myself. I'll play not worth. So, <laughs> uh, what else we got? Stray Blade. Uh, it was a new game, third-person action fantasy game coming in twenty twenty-two. Psychonauts two got a release trailer. It came out <laughs> like almost instantly. And the Gunk, which didn't get a release date, but did get a. It's coming to Game Pass on release. It's coming in December apparently, um, and it's coming in in the Game Pass on day one. They're still doing stuff for this game. The gunk that hasn't come out yet. Um, and then we got to see the Forza Horizon controller. And then we got to see the Forza Horizon 5, the game. Oh, I thought you were talking about State of Decay 2. No, I skipped State of Decay 2. Okay. Because we're quite far into this podcast with a lot still to talk about, so I skipped a few things. But yes, they are. And State of Decay 2 is an underrated game Fight me, but fight me later. <laughs> we got to see the opening of Forza Horizon 5. This game looks fucking beautiful. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> you can drive in a volcano. 
I take back everything I said about the Mexico saying because I was disappointed <laughs> that we didn't get the Japan. Because like I've seen lots of lots of different parts of this game now, and it looks amazing, and I want it now. Give it to me now. Can someone just leak it to me specifically? Hmm. Just me. I promise I won't tell anyone that I'm playing it. No, no one. Damn. I'll probably I'll, I'll probably try it out. To be honest with you, I've tried oh, out the other ones. I have played the shit out of all of them, and I'm not even a driving game person. The last one, I put a few hours in, and I just put it down. Just it's in Britain, so I I felt obligated to like see all the places and be like, oh, I've been here. <laughs> Driving through Edinburgh, going, oh, I was just, I was literally, actually, if I remember rightly, I would, I'd just been to Edinburgh. <laughs> um, and then I played Forza Horizon Five. I was like, oh shit, <laughs> I was sitting over there eating hot dogs like three weeks ago. <laughs> oh shit, I should really be looking at the road. <laughs> Any thoughts on Forza Horizon? Me? No, never watched the conference, so I don't think it's fair for me to comment on any of it. Not excited for the game in any way. Yeah, I'll play it when it comes out. Cool. So I haven't spoken much for the for the Xbox thing. No, I watched it, so I didn't watch it, so it's unfair for me to comment on it. I mean, you know, you can still say you like things. That's fine. I like things. State of Decay 2 is still getting worked on. We haven't got time. <laughs> State of Decay 2 is Why? underrated. Because it's a good game. No, it's it's not. got some it's good, not. good stuff in it. No, right, we don't have time not... for this fight, okay? Like, as much as I will take you both Titanfall on this fight. Titanfall 2 is a good game if State of Decay 2 Titanfall is a good game. Titanfall 2 is an amazing game. We don't have time for these fights, guys. <laughs> this was supposed to be the positivity game. section. Stop crapping on things that I like. <laughs> I, will, I will say one thing. I'm genu- I'm genuinely surprised that that game did not become like infinitely better than one. One was actually somewhat good, but the fact that it was still the exact same game in two. What part of we don't have time for this fight <laughs> didn't translate? Am I speaking Russian right now? <laughs> like Xbox just threw the game out just to die. I'm going to throw you out to die in a minute. By the way, that multiplayer was atrocious. Oh my yeah. fucking god! We do not. <laughs> you know what? It do just kept you breaking all the time. <laughs> I remember I had a friend actually like actually convince me that it, it it was somewhat a good game, and then I got my hands on it in the first ten minutes, and then I realized I was like, oh dear god. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, sorry, we're not going to spend the entire rest of the podcast just trashing oh, wait, all the game Oh, wait, when I go to go likes. grab this stupid thing from my fucking village over here, it doesn't do anything for you, too, because it doesn't matter about anything that we do together? Oh, go, I can only put two bags in my car? What the hell? It's a car! I can put the shit on top of each other! <laughs> you mean there's no progression in fucking multiplayer? Why?! <laughs> You know what? You go play Aliens Fireteam Elite than... <laughs> is a shit game. You haven't even played it. You don't even know. <laughs> so let me. So yeah. Like so are we gonna do this? Are we? Are we really gonna? Are we? Re- We've all played Stay the Kid too. Are we really gonna so have this fight? Are that. we really just gonna spend the next forty fucking minutes <laughs> fighting each other because we don't like the things that other people like? Or can we just get on with the fucking podcast? Is that a thing? Let's, because if that's not a thing, I'm going. <laughs> 
Let's one more word. I, I'd rather talk about this right. than this next part that we're going to talk about. <laughs> Amy, come back. <laughs> oh, what have you done? <laughs> what have we done? <laughs> we say, broke her. I was saying, don't just lump me into this. <laughs> we broke her. What's she doing? Is she on her phone now? <laughs> 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 well, ladies and gentlemen, main foxes have broken Amy. <laughs> it was going to happen eventually. Two straight cis men were going to break her eventually. It was always going to happen. We apologize for that. We little we love her the bits, but stated here too is a terrible game. <laughs> <laughs> But see, she's come back now, and we're going to now talk about Halo Infinite again, ladies and gentlemen. Have you children so we're going to talk about games. To calm down. <laughs> what you... I've got other games that I really like. Would you like to shit all over them, do you? <laughs> see, these that no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm so mad at it, I'm going to pee. And I can't believe I added a new story into this podcast for you after all that shenanigans, Moody. Oh, can we talk about this? Probably not now. <laughs> let's skip this Halo one. We've already talked about Halo, so let's skip that one. We're going to have to skip a fucking lot. Oh, yeah, so I know right now. You, you, well, you shouldn't put so much in. You shouldn't put so much in. Maybe you should fucking stop spending you, you 20 do, fucking minutes. You do minutes. realize we're, we're slandering the shit out of the video game and not you. You know that, right? Well... Tough. I don't care. Like, I just want to move on to, to talk about the things I want to talk about. You're slandering the game, but I didn't ask. I didn't ask for your opinion. Like, Moody has no, said because they nothing want to, to me working on but a shit game. bollocks for the last fucking three years about Titanfall 2, and at no point did I ever ask. <laughs> so Same what do you say? You did come up, though. So what do you say? Fault, We're not slandering the game. We're slandering the game, not you. I do not. I start taking it personally after a while. I'm not going to lie. Oh, when it comes to Titanfall 2, when all you, see what when, I mean? Times after, no, no, let me finish. Can you I let me finish ask. first? Let me finish. You've please? had three years. I've been listening for three years. for bringing up State of Decay 2 and doing something new with it. I blame the news, not you. I when skipped Titanfall State of Decay 2. <laughs> but it was there. I saw it. And they decided to do something stupid again. Titanfall, when, Titanfall, when, we, when I, always, I always joke when I say Titanfall 2, uh, 2 sucks. It just didn't work for me. I love and celebrate that that Amy loves it and that uh, a good friend of our Keith loves it and that Foxes loves it and anyone else who plays it who loves it. I just when I hear it's just a reaction when I hear like people say, "Oh, that's a great game." I say, "Is it?" Yes. I just, it's just on. a reaction from me. Because <laughs> you can't ask us if it is if it isn't to you though. Oh, but it's just a reaction. That's all it is for me. I just go, "Is it really?" Like the thing, <laughs> I. Apologize for my reactionariness, <laughs> and I will try. I can't guarantee it. We'll cry and cut it back. You better hope Save the K2 is not in the rest of this news. This is my he point, that, though. See, this is my point, though. This is why I've become irrationally angry when we talk about Halo because I have put up with for like six months, I couldn't say the word Halo. <laughs> without hearing the same two things from the same two people over and over again. Like, when Moody didn't do it, there'd be a comment from the other person in the YouTube video. 
And I'm like just trying to be happy about video. I'm just trying to be happy about video games. But I seems to every time I open my mouth about certain video games or skip them. <laughs> Amy, the, welcome to my world. Story. Every game that I love gets shit on. <laughs> I will literally never. If you say to me, unless we're doing a review or we're doing a fucking list or a game of the air thing, if you say to me, apart from in those situations, if you say I really love this game, I'll go cool. That's awesome. <laughs> Okay, Amy. I will from now often say, Amy, you love Titanfall 2. That is cool. It is cool. It is cool. Booty, you love a game. I don't know. I can't think of one right now that I don't like. But whatever it is, it's cool. You don't need to hear me tell you that I don't like it. You know I do it in jest. I don't mean it it as a nasty thing. I do it. Everybody does it a lot. I do apologize for that. And maybe See, I'm just ladies and gentlemen, a rational conversation where we didn't fall out. No, we're not gonna. We're never gonna fall out. Even though Amy had to leave for two seconds, I had to pee. <laughs> I was literally, I was, I just, I had to pee, so I made it a whole thing. Fine. <laughs> I didn't actually storm off. I just went to the toilet. <laughs> well, you should keep in the thing that I said when you left. I'm not taking out anything from this. Oh, cool. <laughs> like, I don't, like, this is, this podcast has evolved into such chaos. Like, we've got time for, like, maybe two more things, and we've got, like, ten to talk about. <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> EA is opening the patents for some of its accessibility tech. This is from Kate Sanchez over at The Verge, who writes, Electronic Arts is pledging to open the patents for some of its accessibility-related tech, including the much-celebrated Apex Legends ping system the company announced today. EA says it won't file infringement lawsuits against people or companies for using tech that falls under patents listed in the pledge. The ping system in Apex Legends, which allows people to play the team-based game without hearing or speaking, has been praised both as an impressive alternative to voice chat and as a great accessibility feature for players with a variety of disabilities. Excuse me. A patent that covers the system was issued the same day as EA's announcement of the pledge. Along with the ping system patent, EA is opening patents for the tech it uses in Madden and FIFA to make them more accessible for people with colorblindness and low vision. The tech includes automated systems for improving visibility by detecting and modifying colors and contrast ratios. The pledge also includes a patent for personalized sound technology that will modify or create music for people based on their listening preferences and level of hearing, though EA says this tech hasn't been developed yet. In addition to opening some of its patents, EA is open sourcing code that helps address issues with brightness, contrast, and color blindness in digital content. The code is published on EA's GitHub under the Apache 2.0 license, so developers can use or adapt it for their own games. Quote, We hope developers will make the most of these patents and encourage those who have the resources, innovation, and creativity to do so. We have... We hope developers will make the most of these patents and encourage those who have the resources, innovation, and creativity to do so, as we have by making their own pledges that put accessibility first. Uh, we welcome collaboration with others on how we move the industry forward together, end quote. EA doesn't have plans to help other developers implement its tech beyond sharing the patents. Quote, We absolutely respect individual developers and their own expertise in determining how to use our accessibility inventions in a way that works with their software, end quote. The company says it plans to add patents for future accessibility-related tech to the pledge, as well as open-sourcing more of its tech. This is good. This is good. This is good. Yeah, so I said when I I shared it in our chat, this is, oh, this is a good little thing here. Yeah, a nice simple thing just to say, yo, activists are doing stupid things and being annoying and being terrible people. And we can just come in here and just say something. Yeah, 
we're, we're doing good things over here, guys. Here we go. Um, but either way, yeah, the sly or not, I don't care. Uh, this is a good little thing. Accessibility is an incredible thing that needs to be championed for all games out there, uh, for anybody to be able to play any type of game. Yeah, like so. I've, I'm on record as like having expressed thousands upon thousands of words of how amazing the ping system is for a variety. I made a video about the just the ping system in Apex Legends. Like it's, it's fucking amazing. Like even mm-hmm. for me, like I don't, I don't need the accessibility options that it provides, but just like. It lets me play like I. It lets me play a multiplayer game. Like even if none of you guys are around and I feel like playing it, I can play it because I can just Solo. ping things yep. and not feel like I'm just wasting everyone's time by being there. Like, yep. And I'm not using voice chat because oh god, oh god, no, no. Yeah, we had main boxes had a couple of people wasting our time in aliens who yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just um, annoying us, especially me. <laughs> but like, yeah, no, it's um, it's cool, like. This is how it should should work, like not just with accessibility related technology, but just like in general. Like, if someone makes something cool, some new cool cool mechanic or whatever, like it should be allowed to be iterated upon. Because I'm then you just want to make it better. I'm looking at you, Warner Brothers, with your Nemesis system that was amazing and will never be in any other games because you fucking patented it. Um, I'm trying to remember actually. Whenever Apex actually first came out. And I praised the ping system. And <clears throat> there was a game that I'm pretty sure was another first person shooter. I don't remember what it was that, you know, used something kind of somewhat similar, not as in depth because it's still one of the only games that has such an in depth uh, ping system. That uh, when I heard other games were actually like, you know, using it and or like, you know, copying it, I was like, good, because that's a function and a feature in video yeah. games that should become a fucking staple at this point. Like, it it's should just be an amazing. All... Yeah. it should just be in all multiplayer games <laughs> it when it when a game doesn't have a ping system these days i'm like what are you guys doing like no offense but give it the times like i i realize that's really kind of like you know one-sided of me but we are in this day and age that like using information through the game to help your other teammates that you don't necessarily want to talk in the mic to you know i think it's i think it's well worth your time developing and making like there's, I mean, there's not a very advanced ping system in, in in Aliens, but there is a ping system. And when Moody was, you know, when I would find something that Moody didn't see, I'd ping it, and you know, he'd be like, "Oh, cool! I didn't even see that." You know, you'll grab it or whatever. But I mean, the fact that more games could use not only that, but also the accessibility to like, you know, for either different colors, brightness, you know, yeah. um, whatnot, all really, really good ideas. And good on EA for actually being like. Hey, we're gonna we're gonna play we're gonna play along. We're gonna we're gonna give it the ball. It's like okay, yay. I'll give you a little bit of credit this time. I'm not gonna give you credit because you fucking asked for it, but I'm gonna give you credit this time because you actually did something good. <laughs> See, that's how that works. You, mm-hmm. Yeah, you come out and you say, Well, I don't think we get enough credit for this. And yeah, it's probably because you don't deserve it. But if you don't, you know, you just do a thing and mm-hmm. we can just go, Yeah, all right. Credit where it's credit's like due. And speak louder than words. <laughs> Credit where credit's you. This is cool. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad we got to take the piss out of them while also saying that. <laughs> yeah, for God's so, yeah. sakes, of course we're going to still take the piss out of them. 
Activision Blizzard lawsuit expanded to include contractors, claims publishers, shredded documents. This is from James Batchelor over at GamesIndustry.biz, who writes, The state of California has expanded its lawsuit against Call of Duty publisher Activision Blizzard, now stating the suit is also on behalf of the company's contractors and claiming the firm interfered with its two-year investigation. Axios reports the state's Department of Fair Employment and Housing filed an amended complaint on Monday, redefining the group it represents to include temporary workers in addition to the female full-time staff it previously stated. The language throughout the complaint has also been altered, changing employees to workers and specifically mentions anti-harassment, equal pay and other equally employment protections that exist, quote, for employees and contingent or temporary workers, end quote. Axios's Stephen Totilla also shared a section of the court document via Twitter in which the DFEH adds a new cause for action around, EA, uh, around sorry, Activision Blizzard's alleged failure to maintain and produce records. After stating various laws that dictate what records and documents companies should keep, the DFEH claims it issued a document retention notice to Activision Blizzard as soon as it filed the original complaint. The notice notified the firm of its obligation to, quote, not destroy, conceal, or alter any documents or data relevant to the case, end quote. The DFEH notes that Activision Blizzard's response was the public announcement of its decision to call in law firm Wilma Hale for an internal review, a decision that has since been criticized by a group of Activision Blizzard employees protesting against the company's handling of the case. By telling employees to speak confidentially to Wilma Hale, the DFEH claims Activision Blizzard has, quote, directly interfered, end quote, with its ability to investigate, prosecute, and remedy the violations cited in its suit. It adds, during its investigation, Activision Blizzard, quote, refused to produce documents regarding complaints and investigations of discrimination and harassment by asserting that they did not exist or that they were privileged and confidential because attorneys were involved in the receipt of complaints and the investigation, end quote. The DFEH also says it has been informed and is aware that documents and records have not been maintained as required by law and alleges that some have been, quote, shredded by human resource personnel, end quote. Activision Blizzard issued a statement on the matter to IGN in which it claims, quote, compiled, compiled with every proper request, end quote, throughout, sorry, complied with every proper request, end quote, throughout its work with the DFEH over its two-year investigation and denies shredding documents. Quote, with regards to claims that we have destroyed information by shredding documents, those claims are not true, the company said. We took appropriate steps to preserve information relevant to the DFEH investigation, end quote. Yeah, a big old shredding party, allegedly. Next year's Call of Duty has already been leaked. It's going to be called Call of Duty Shredded Evidence. I got loads of these. I can go all night. But I'll let someone else talk. <laughs> oh, Activision being Activision as always and everything and just being an absolute terrible company. Yeah. Uh, that's all I can say. Like, Not us, like, mate. We've said so much about Activision Blizzard for God's sakes. Where, how many times we can literally say they're a terrible company? We'll keep on saying it because they are, and we'll not avoid the not, not avoid the not avoid the uh, the reports and everything. We'll talk about them, but damn, damn, just damn. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll try and talk over the sound of the shredders running twenty four seven in the HR department at Activision Blizzard, allegedly. You did say you you can go all day, I mean, I could, all night. I could because you know, like. They're shred allegedly shredding documents now, or have been, like, all along. So what? They're just hoping, oh, yeah, it's just going to end up being he said, she said. 
No, what they yeah. what's going to happen is like if the DFEH manages to prove that they've been shredding documents, they'll get fined. And no, exactly. What's yeah. what Activision Blizzard or and or Wilma Hale have worked out is that the fine will be less than whatever they would have had to pay had DFEH been able to see the documents that they've allegedly shredded. Which doesn't make sense. No, it makes perfect sense. They pay no, less. I mean, I mean, and, and to them, yes, I agree. But if they've shown, if the if evidence comes out shows that they have shredded evidence, then the fine should really go up for me. But because for whatever laws it is, I'm guessing in America and everything, that's how it is, and they've that's how they've come to this type of conclusion and whatnot. Just Activision being Activision, just being it's the like, terrible company that they is. Yeah, it's like they've if you got imagine... Will, they got Wilhelm in, who are literally the union busters, basically. Yeah, it's like if you imagine, like this is how much Activision Blizzard's lawyers have said, like they've looked because they have looked through all the evidence, right? Oh yeah, that Activision Hell Blizzard yeah, yeah. has been holding. And again, this is all alleged. I'm just going to put that out there right now as I talk about this. But like they they'll have looked through all that evidence and they'll have gone, cool. This is what's going to happen. If all of this evidence comes out, like this is like imagine like all of the fines and everything else. This is the this is the bar, like. But if we some of that evidence disappeared, we'd get fined. But maybe this is the level to which. Which one would you rather pay, Activision Blizzard CEO Bobby Kotick? Well, I'd rather pay the last one. Cool. Then get the shredders out. Yeah, completely. Spot on. Allegedly, we have to repeat spot that. On. <laughs> so, like, yeah, it's like anything anyone wants to say about Activision Blizzard being like, oh, well, they've fired a few people and they're talking about how they want to want to do better. They don't want to do better. Let's just... Not at all. Let's just say, hey, yeah, no, I mean, we haven't been doing anything at all. Like, like I said, he said, she said, and then, you know, try to act like we can cover our own ass by not doing something that would be technically illegal and still being able to just do it. I mean, they're talking to the press constantly, like, as we've just seen, because they they provided a um, provided a court wide gen to deny shredding documents because they have to deny shredding the documents. Um, But they don't they're not talking to their employees. But everything is fine. I'm actually getting sick of this shit. Actually, like literally to my stomach. You're moody and when not you because first joined the podcast. <laughs> and not because and not because we're talking about it. It's just because that like, like what with the the DFEH or some other company or whatever it may be, just couldn't go digging and being like, you tore all this up. Unfortunately, the DFEH is a government is a government um, regulated body, which means they actually have to obey the law, unlike Activision Blizzard, who can just do whatever the fuck they want and get fined for it allegedly, yeah. because they make. Billions of dollars a year from Call of Duty. <laughs> so they can just pay their way out of trouble. And that's the system we live in. But it's fine. Hey, Vanguard trailer's out. But it's fine because Overwatch is renaming Jimikri. Big thanks to Keith for the message as we were recording this podcast. Everything's fine now. McCree's, get- McCree's getting his name changed. Oh, yeah, he's trying to... Yep. He sent me a message and... saying, why are they changing McCree's name? And I was like, are you sure you've been watching the podcast for the last few weeks? Because you say you have, <laughs> but... 
I'm kidding. I love Because this matters most. Yeah, because it's, people can point to. Because people will point to it. There will be a lot of people out there who point at that and go, see, they're doing things. Everything's fine. Over the Shander Shredders, allegedly. It's easier to change a name than it is to actually change your ways. It's actually surprisingly easy to change your name. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> a little, little trans joke for you there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's do this one. I saw this on Twitter, and this is cool, um, and I didn't realize they'd been doing it, so I want to I do this. At, while I'll read it, and I'll just say, while they're doing this, I want to put it in the podcast. So, a better Ubisoft a Twitter account run by former and current Ubisoft employees demanding real and permanent change have been posting reasons given by employees who signed the open letter to Ubisoft management in solidarity with Activision Blizzard employees to demand action from management to end abuse in Ubisoft and the wider industry. So, like, every day, they're putting, they put a, a better Ubisoft Twitter account has been putting out one quote on an image saying, this is, this is why I signed this letter. And I looked at these quotes and I was like, cool. I think we should read these quotes. We don't have to talk about them or dissect them or anything like that. I just want to put them out there. So I'm going to do that. Number one, at the end of our listening session with our newly hired managing director, they told us that they would not take action because they were not there to see firsthand the abuse. Number two, an abuser clearly stated that what was in some articles was partly true, apologized and continued with, now that it's done, let's forget and look at the future. They've since been promoted. Number three, a manager named in my complaint has not only gone unpunished, but has since been promoted into a brand new role. There was no selection process, no interviews, and no alternative candidates. And number four, the abuser investigated at my studio was allowed to quietly step down without even an internal acknowledgement of the suffering caused over several years. Number five. I heard every announcement, attended every workshop, saw every talk and gesture, and attempted at appeasement for more than a year, and I need them to know it's not nearly enough. Number six. My complaint to Adoko was badly mishandled. My testimony was rewritten and weakened by the investigator without my permission. And the last one. Devs are leaving the UB Toronto studio en masse. There has still been zero accountability or apologies from from the Toronto AHR team that let this abuse run rampant under their watch. So again, those are the people that signed, the employees at Ubisoft, or the former employees of Ubisoft have signed this letter, and some of them have given their reasons for doing so, and that's what those are. And I believe it's like 28 or 29 days since they haven't spoken to them. Ah, uh, yeah. Or since they posted the, uh, sent since the they letter. Sent the letter. And they still haven't spoken to them, that I know of. Or anything like that. So they yeah. might have, and they haven't said anything yet. But I think they would have said something if they get spoken to them. So it's like twenty-eight or twenty-nine days now. So Ubisoft, you suck, and you need to stack in your finger out your ass and fire that guy who's called the CEO and a few others. <clears throat> this is the thing, right? It's just like this is this was a year more than a year ago when this first happened, yeah. and these statements are from the last week. Not the last year. This, this, these, these statements didn't come from from testimonies a year ago when all of this new story proc. These, these, these statements have come with like a year and change between the stories breaking and Ubisoft saying we're going to do better. 
Like, this is what happens when you let them off the hook. Which is what happened. Let's just be completely frank and realistic here. Ubisoft got let off the hook. And this is the result. There was, there was minimal change. I wouldn't say there was no change. They probably did some talk and stuff, like it says in one of the quotes. But there was no real change. The only change that I can seem to identify from these seven quotes is the abusers got promoted. It says right here, twice, twice. In two separate things, abusers got promoted to new roles. But hey, y'all. At least the independent investigator that everybody put lots of stock into rewrote testimonies to be weakened. <laughs> I don't know what kind of laws that they fucking have over there, but that kind of shit will get you get your career and your whole entire family put under. And I'm not talking about in a dead in a dead or murderous way. I'm talking about like all of your money gone, all of your savings, your investings, your, everything that you ever had would oh. just get ripped out from underneath you if it was from over here. But the fact that it could just go unhandled. The thing, the thing is, Ubisoft wanted to external investigate to say everything was fine or like you know more or less fine, like. So that they could say, well, we had these guys check and we've done all the things that they said. And shock horror, they didn't find everything because, as I said last week in a, on an unrelated news story, you can't find what you're not looking for. You can't find what somebody else hides behind the sofa, apparently. Let's go. We got more. We got more. Twitch streamers organize a day off Twitch in protest of hate raids. This is from Vicky Blake over at Eurogamer. He writes, Content creators on Twitch are planning a one-day strike to force the streaming service to better support marginalized streamers who are doxxed or attacked whilst working. Using the hashtag a day off Twitch, the protesters hope that by refusing to log on and create or even spectate Twitch streams on 1st of September, it'll hit the company's person, compel it to listen, and better support the creators who suffer regularly from hate raids and organized attacks. The idea for the boycott comes from Wreck-It Raven, Lucia Everblack, and ShinyPen, and together they're trying to convince other Twitch streamers and viewers to do the same. Quote, We've seen a lot of conversation about botting, hate raids, and other forms of harassment targeting marginalized creators, the company recently said in a thread on Twitter. You're asking us to do better, and we know we need to do more to address these issues. That includes an open and ongoing dialogue about creator safety, end quote. It also admitted there was a vulnerability in our proactive filters and promised to keep updating this to address emerging issues. I saw this firsthand. I saw this firsthand. In fact, I saw this very firsthand because we didn't get hate raided on Saturday when we were playing Among Us. We got botted. Um, I saw and uh, IP the streamers bots. that I saw got botted. Yeah, we've like, got IP uh, bots following us uh, while we're like, playing Among Us. Sorry, Foxes, you gone. No, you're good. Thousands and thousands of names just reposting the exact same thing. You could tell it was all like bots and all bot-created names and stuff like that. And it was a raid or hate raid. Or, you know, well, not necessarily hate raided, but bot raided. Um, I have seen hate raids too, and those have been getting even worse as of late uh, to actually very even small, small time streamers. Uh, well, okay. Pick style. I would say completely small. No, they're uh, everywhere but, like, now. Yeah, it's everywhere. Um, yeah. I mean, not only has this been something that they should have been, you know, on top of for, like, the longest time, because a few years ago, bots were doing the same thing. They weren't posting exactly what they're posting right now, but they were still being bot-rated and just having random shit pop up in their 
and they're chatting they couldn't do anything they just have to be like well the, i'm gonna stop so that way this could stop and then i'll come back you know and then you lose half your followers or not half your followers but you lose half your viewers you know people don't continue watching you like whatever whatever the fuck the reason may be also you know you're getting second you're getting abuse held at you from like thousands hey. upon thousands like thousands hey. of bots exactly all like spamming abuse at you exactly um, yeah this is uh this is bullshit actual bullshit because it's something that they should have actually been on top of for a long time and they're just like nick oh now that they're using n-words and you know sexual slurs and you know a bunch of stuff we got to get on top of this now it's just like this is something you should have been concentrating on anyways um yeah the thing is is it will like the day off twitch thing won't do anything to him that's gonna be facts i'm not well no it won't and here's why because i am Sorry, Booty. You've just you've hit my trigger point because I saw I was reading some stuff the other day. Like I've seen like these big time streamers who have just turned around and said, "No, I'm not going to participate in this." Why? Because according to one big time streamer, uh, who's I'm not going to name, um, and I'm talking like big time streamers, like top streamers on the platform. Like people will get annoyed. Which people? You mean your fan base? Oh, you mean your fan base will get annoyed if you try to do something about racism on Twitch? Maybe that says something about you and the type of fans you attract. Because I, because I had, ne- because he's talking about like, well, when we do it, like people just get annoyed. Man, I had never heard of you until I, until this popped up in my Twitter. But I have seen a lot of my friends suffer from this. <laughs> so maybe I've made the right choices and who I've de- decided to 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 follow on Twitch on Twitch. Because you seem like a piece of shit. Sorry, Mooney. Go on. No, that's fine. Um, I'm going to have to ask who this is after the podcast. I will. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, the day off Twitch, like I said, it's not going to do much. It's not going to touch the needle for Twitch whatsoever. Twitch Twitch have known they needed to do something like this earlier. Um, will they actually do something? I don't know. I don't know if they... They can, like... You can re- We can report them. We can say, yo, Twitch have just been raided all on this and everything. But will they actually do anything? That's the honest truth. I don't think they will. Um, do you say all the things like Fox is saying? People have been saying the N-words on this. Showing bots, transphobic, uh, homophobic, the whole shebang. Racism and everything on this on this site. And they, Twitch does nothing. It does nothing. Um, I don't know what you can do about it. Like I suggested something for the for the Twitter thing a while back. And I know like both me and Amy are very different on that. I know mine had my thing has a a lot of hurdles that it needs to go through to make sure it does this type of thing. It's like, But um, I would su- suggest the same thing for Twitch and everything, but I don't know. Like, will they do it? Will they do anything? I honestly don't know. I really don't know. And, and I hate to say that because... I hate saying it because at the end of the day, it's just like... We know they're not going to do anything. Unfortunately, they say they're going to do anything, but they're not going to do anything. They are a billion dollar company or owned by a billion dollar company or a trillion dollar company, should I say, and they're not going to do anything. They've got all the backing in the world and they will not do anything, I don't think. I hope, I pray to God that I'm proven wrong here. Really do. You won't be. Because unfortunately, Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, they, these companies know they make too much money off allowing in this instance racists to on their platform it's that simple they make too much money 
off of them. If all of the if they got rid of all of the racists and all of the fascists and all of the bigots off of their platform, which I'm sure they could do very very quickly and very easily, they'd lose so much money. It would be ridiculous because all of a sudden those people wouldn't be engaging with their platform and spending money on their platform, and a lot of their top streamers would probably suddenly disappear and go, oh, "How did that happen?" Like there's there's too much money in it for them to allow bigots and fascists and racists to keep continuing using their platform. It's that simple. They and that sucks. That sucks. Their view bots. Yeah. That sucks. What? And I hate having to say that out loud. But you know what? We dance around it enough like when we talk about stuff like this. I'm, and I'm just going to say it out loud. <laughs> they will continue to allow these people on their platforms because they don't want to lose the money that they bring in. Fuck. We really don't have time anymore, but I put this one in here for you. Where is it? You don't have to do it. No, no, we're going to do it. You want to do it? We're doing it. Ooh, it's quite long. We'll do it next week. How's that sound? Is that a, is no, that no, a deal? no, worry. it's not that important, man. No, but it's really not that important. I know it's not, but we're going to do it next week. Because I, I, I didn't expect it to go this long, so. So we did have a 20 minute it. argument about State of Decay and Titanfall. That's true. <laughs> arguing? I wasn't arguing. I was just... I'm going to fucking kill you. Now, <laughs> it's time. We'll, we'll do a few of these. We've got a lot of news stories we didn't get to cover because we were talking about video games, but we will cover a bunch of them next week. Hopefully. Um, as long as the industry, you know, calms the fuck down. Um, yeah, that'll never happen. Relatively. <laughs> okay, it's time for games out next week, Mooney. Ewe, PC, PlayStation, Xbox, Switch is a cute cooperative postal puzzler starring Jeff and Deborah, two small Kiwi birds working in a whimsical post office. They must jump, flap, peck, and butt slam their way across in an interactive landscape of levels, bells, but and buttons to get those messages delivered on time. Rustler, PC, P- PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch become a medieval thug in a crazy open-world action game full of pop culture references. Complete insane quests, kill heroes, steal horses, fight guards, rob peasants, listen to some bard music, bard music, and much, much more. All packed in old-school gameplay style. The Big Con, PC and Xbox, not Game Pass. Boo. Boo. Hustle your way across 90s America as a runaway teen con artist. Cho- cho- choose how to make your... S- <clears throat> Let me try that again. Cho- choose how to make your stretch sketch as you don disguises, pick pockets, and rip people off in this comedic crime-filled adventure experience a total rad 90s in all its played and payphone glory <laughs> monster oh, harvest hang on. i feel attacked i still wear plaid plaid <laughs> Sorry. how dare how dare you big con monster harvest pc playstation xbox and switch is a monster collecting and farming action rpg with a twist Grow, col- grow, collect, and mutate th- your crops, then take them into battle, filled with places to discover and multiple ways to battle your farm. Get ready to craft, explore, and battle across the vibrant world of Pal- Palamala Point. I think. 
I don't know. It basically sounds like a big old Pokemon ripoff, but either way. It's coming out on September 1st. The most important game coming out next week. Rico London. PC. <laughs> <laughs> so this entire podcast has just been poor, isn't it? Lick, PC, and Xbox. Not coming to Game Pass. Boo. Uh, it's 1986, a really good year. Aliens was, number, was the best film that year, and I was born. Meredith Weiss takes a break from her career in the big city to deliver mail in her hometown. How will she... How will she experience two weeks in beautiful Providence Oaks with its iconic lake and quirky community? And what will she get up to next? It's up to you. Rico London, PC, PlayStation, Xbox and Switch is a gang-busting name-taking explosive co-op shooter. Battle your way up the high-rise tower stacked with East End gangsters solo and with a partner. Crash through doors, dodge bullets and turn the weapons of the fallen into your personal arsenal. Do whatever it takes to reach the top. I need to play the first one. I played the first one. It's okay. Is it good? It's okay. Didn't realize this was a sequel. WRC10, PC, PlayStation, and Xbox, hailed by reviewers and professional drivers. Stand the standard setting off road racing simulator has been reinvented, reached the 2021 season podium, and to celebrate the 50th anniversary of the competition, will relive the highlights at the wheel of legendary cars. And the final game. Cur- can you say this for me, the first one, Amy? Kitaria Fables. Kataria Fables, PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Action adventure fused with RPG and farming elements. That's a lot of farming games that I've talked about today. (laughs) Armed with sword, bow, and spell books. That sounds like Wildermath. Fight against a rising darkness, threatening the world, plundering dungeons in search of relics and resources tend to your farm to make provenance and portions and take the quest solo or with a friend. I meant, I know I saw your head, but I'm just shaking ass. I just meant for the sword, bow, and spellbook thing. That's fair. So, Otherwise, um, yeah, no, very different. I blame Stardew Valley for basically everything that's happened. Putting out the slew of the nothing but like farming ish <laughs> games with like a bunch of other stuff attached to it. Like, I blame basically, Stardew a little bit. <laughs> basically, um, Stardew Valley and the Binding of Isaac have been responsible for the majority of the indie games of the last decade. <laughs> Essentially. <laughs> Not that I'm complaining. Those games are fucking great. I had coffee. I was wondering what you were drinking. <laughs> I was like, I was trying, for some reason I was trying to like look over the thing. Like, this is a 3D image. <laughs> I it's time for up. I'm assuming it's time for up. A credit card dead. Yeah, I believe so. Oh, okay, cool. Because usually you do the. It's time for up and credit card dead, and I'm like, it is time for up and credit card dead. But I'm assuming I it's don't know. It's time for open credit card dead and aiming one. Sorry. Thank you, foxes. <laughs> oh, it's, yes, open credit card dead. This is the game we play every single week where we try to guess the open credit average of one upcoming game. Whoever guesses. Whoever gets closest to the score gets one point. If you manage to guess the score correctly, you get 
two points. Last week, we tried to guess the Open Critic average of Psychonauts 2. I guessed it would get an 88. Moody guessed it would get an 80. Foxes guessed it would get an 85. And at the time of recording, Psychonauts 2 has an Open Critic average of 88. Congratulations to Psychonauts 2 and also me. <laughs> Fuck, I'm going to stay at the bottom still. Sorry. <laughs> You were a lick bloomer for this one, so <laughs> yeah. Next year is when you really get your time to shine. Just think of this as practice. I can't wait yeah. to lose the next year. <laughs> Thank you, Ollie. Don't worry, Fox. I'm just letting Amy get ahead, and then I'm going to come back and just keep uh-huh. my title. Like in a uh, fantasy critic last year, when you let me get ahead, and then let me get further ahead. Uh, so that puts the current scores at Amy 17, Moody 12, Fox is 6, Keith 10 with two draws. I'll go through the full list of games eventually. Not today. This week, we're guessing the open Craig average for Lake. My most anticipated game of the rest of 2021. Moody, what do you think Lake is going to have an open Craig average this time next week? I honestly haven't got a flip. See, the thing about Moody is, Moody is he's seen all this, he's seen trailers and he's seen stuff, but he's had me in his head for like six months being like, oh my God, I'm so excited for this game. <laughs> I honestly haven't got a bloody clue. What is going off from like, not only just the hype what you give it, but other people who I've listened to and everything who are very excited and what they've played of so far seems incredible to them. You would, it feels, it feels like an in the 80s range. But this is also an indie game. <laughs> an open critic doesn't, isn't favorable when it comes to indie games, but could it be something kind of like what it was for the, where is it? I need to get open critic up. Was it, so, it could it be something like freaking overboard or. Death Star, Chicory, and everything. Could we get some high scores for these games and everything? Eighty-eight. I'm going eighty-eight. What? Where could you have possibly gotten that number from? <laughs> I'm Fuck. stealing it from Amy. Last you week. Aren't, you trust <laughs> me. You are not stealing my number. Foxes, what do you think the open credit average for Lake will be this time next week? 42. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, 92. Okay, you... Yeah, okay. <laughs> Shit. Um... <laughs> Wait, why'd did you... I really pick your number? Why'd you go higher? Why'd you go higher? <laughs> You're a lunatic. <laughs> I'm just... I honestly did it because I have no fucking clue, but I didn't think you'd actually go 92. Of course I, I, really, like, I, thought... I had all the spiel prepared. I was You're gonna going like... ni- you were going to go 92. Yeah. Damn. I'll I, tell you why. Wow, I'm actually really happy that I just stole that from you, just because of my nonsensical bullshit. T- well, well, you have a reason. I mean, <laughs> listen to the reason before you say that. So, like, I don't know any like how Open Critic, the critics of Open Critic, will react to like. So, what I've based my guess on, and now my second guess on, is how I feel <laughs> about like. Right? Like, I've played, like, an hour and a half of this game, right? Like, I've seen the trailers. I've seen the fucking other trailers. I've seen the gameplay. Like, I've read about it. We've I've tweeted backwards and forwards with the Twitter account. Like, <laughs> my level of hype for this game has been through the roof. 
for very fucking ages. So I decided to throw out thinking, right? The brain is not involved in this decision. I just listened to my heart and I said, Amy, based on everything you know about this game right now, what would you what score would you give it? And when I realized that would be a hundred and that would be ridiculous, I was like, okay, but like let's let's move that down a little bit, all right? <laughs> let's come let's step back from ten out of ten. <laughs> and then I was gonna be like, and it's a ninety two. But I'm just gonna spite foxes and say it's gonna be a ninety one. So my reasoning is like my short sh- short story reasoning is is because I don't give a shit about this game, and most games I don't give a shit about, they usually do really well. Well, I'm getting some points next week. <laughs> Hallelujah for me. No, Foxes is probably going to get two. It'll land so on 92, in it? It really is. I hope so. If I, if I win this just because of, like, fuck it, that's how I'm going to do all my score from now on. I'm just going to say, fuck it, and then just go the first number that comes <laughs> in the bottom of my head. That was literally why I picked 92. It's just because the first one that I thought of. I was like, yeah, sure, why not? Whatever. Or if it's 42 next week, it's <laughs> Don't even. Do you know, you won't, I, won't be off, I won't be on this podcast well, if it's 42 next week. Oh my god, can week. you please change it to 42 if it is? <laughs> I, if Lake is bad, like, because 42 isn't, oh, some reviewers didn't like it. 42 is, this game is just bad. If Lake is bad. No, 42 is bad, bad if it's that number. If it's <laughs> If Lake is a bad game. Like I will be uncontactable. <laughs> you won't be able to get reach me. I will be sitting in front of the game on that bed on the TV in a fugue state. <laughs> and then, and then, in the last, like you know, underneath your breath, just you know, as as the sigh of just depression comes over you, like fuck you, foxes. <laughs> yeah, probably. Okay, both it's for, both of, for state of the K two and for the list. It's time to wrap up. Uh, <laughs> it's time to wrap up this this podcast episode. That's why my well, camera. This was an up. episode. This uh, was this, an episode. This was an episode. Now you know. Um, hmm. I wonder who I'm going to give the last word of the podcast to. Should I give it to Moody? Should I've I give got it to nice Foxes? Thing. I can. I can or, or, I mean, should I give it? To, should, should I give it to Moody and his nice thing? Because I'm sure he's going to do another positivity <laughs> thing. Or should I give it to myself just to get the last word on the podcast? After what is what I'm going to say has been an emotional beating. <laughs> So before you give the last words, because I have a feeling you're going to choose yourself, I meant no disrespect. I meant all love, and I meant nothing but jokes after, and and good heartedness. And you know that after my, my heart was savaged. I'll <laughs> kiss it and make it up better, and you know I will. Yeah, all right, Moody. What's the last word? Even the smallest of thoughts have the potential to become the biggest of successes. All you have to do is get up and get going, ladies and gentlemen and everyone else kick butt and have an awesome weekend stay up to k2 is good actually